hi guys welcome back to sexually even after it's been a little minute wow i know where have i been i know you guys are wondering so i definitely have been gone for a little bit a couple months um and just life i guess you could say transitions and also i was extremely focused on publishing peace and chaos which is available on amazon the ebook is up now and the paperback is going to be released within the next few weeks i will let you guys know for sure um but yeah i'm like super excited about that being done that is something that was like my my baby i guess you can say giving birth to a baby so it took a lot of introspection um even just in editing i was i was kind of not reliving but kind of revisiting some things that i experienced and it was very very invigorating and also um, thought-provoking and also in ways developing still because i still found there were some things i still was healing from and that's okay i want us to understand that in this journey um that you know it's okay to you know heal and in, in pieces that's that's normal like all you have to all you can do is take it one day at a time and eventually you know little steps become a whole you know fractions of a whole are you know equal a whole eventually so um yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing where i've been um and you know i wanted to get back because i don't want you guys to leave me i'm you know i'm i love that you guys listen i love that you guys support me i love that you guys can relate the ones that do listen and the ones that don't you know that's fine but for the ones that are you know inspired to listen or that are getting something from this i totally appreciate your support and you listening and i thank you for you know looking forward to this and that also kind of puts a knee in my back like yeah this is needed keep going don't stop you know so thank you i am very grateful um and you know so i just i want to continue you know doing it and with your support i you know will continue doing it so today i wanted to talk about um something that kind of came to me as i told you like going through edits and just experiences still I, you know i realized there were some things that i was still healing from and i was thinking about the topic of soul ties so um in my perspective a soul tie it can it can actually come from many different things um it's definitely a very spiritual relationship but it's it can be you know through sex it can be through um conversation it can be through um you know any anything that will pretty much leave you vulnerable enough to have your soul exposed at the same time someone else's would be in a way that you guys can connect spiritually um i think that a lot of us don't realize that when we get ourselves involved in sexual relationships that we're there are some ties being made whether we realize it or not some of them are not necessarily you know good ties they're not beneficial to us but you know that nonetheless they're their connection so i wanted to talk about that and i guess just you know how i don't know how you guys feel about it or if you've experienced it or well i'm i'm sure pretty much if you've been intimate in any way with a, another person you've had that experience um but you know how do you recognize it how do you how do you even better when it's not a healthy one how do you release that how do you how do you stop you know feeling or having that connection or can you stop a soul tie um 
in my opinion, I feel that once a soul tie is established, that that's almost like um, if you draw an anchor chart and you draw the, the different lines and the different bubbles and pieces, you know, connecting pieces, um, it's the same thing. That once it's established, it's always going to be there. However, I believe that there are levels um, to the connection. And I think that there's ways to decrease it um, to a sense where you're able to function without having that, that tie to that person and feeling like you're connected or stuck with that person. Um, but those things, that soul tie, it can be a mother sucker, like really, because it can really keep you connected to people that you don't need to be connected to or don't want to be connected to. Um, and it's a, it's a process to kind of not only first identify and understand that that is what it is, but also to figure out how in the hell do I break this? I know I'm not the only person that has been tied to someone that felt like, I don't even know how or why I still love this person, but I need to get away from him. You know, like I don't want to be, I don't want to be connected to this person any longer. Um, and it's challenging when you, you know, when you feel that way and initially don't know what it is that you can do. Like I know when I was younger and with my, my ex, my kid's father, um, you know, our soul tie was, was bound through friendship initially because we were really, really close and we shared a lot of, you know, vulnerabilities about ourselves and conversation and, you know, otherwise, otherwise, you know, otherwise. So it was, um, like guards down, like the first person I felt, you know, comfortable talking to openly about, you know, my personal life and just things that I'm, you know, I protect or, you know, keep secret from others. And because of that, even in our relationship throughout over, you know, the years, there were certain things that I allowed that were not acceptable, such as, you know, cheating. And I would forgive it and I would accept it and I would forgive it and I would accept it and I would forgive it and I would accept it and I would say I don't want it, but I would accept it and I would forgive it. And you get the point. It's a cycle. So, um, you know, I had to, you know, go through that, I guess, enough times to understand, like, this is not working for me. I'm not happy with this situation. I would like to change this, you know. I would like better for myself. And, you know, how do I get myself out of this? Once we had kids, I feel like it complicated that bond because it was even more, you know, solidified, I guess you could say. And then I felt like I had a purpose for actually being connected at this point. So not only did I have the soul tie, but I had like some kind of validation for having the soul tie. And it was in ways very toxic because it was not a beneficial relationship for me or really him because it became where I was bitter. He was unhappy. We both were unhappy. So it wasn't, you know, a great scenario. Um, eventually, you know, I had to make a physical shift and move to get out of that relationship because I couldn't do it any other way. I didn't see myself doing it at that time any other way. So I felt like the only way that I could do it was to physically remove myself from the situation. And what I found is that in removing myself physically from the situation, I thought at the time that that was going to actually, I thought it would be enough to, you know, to disconnect. What I found, um, and you know, hindsight 2020, 
is that when you're dealing with a soul tie, if you try to avoid it or to act as if it's not there by just removing yourself or away from the person, it will work for as long as you're not around that person. However, if you are faced with that person again, depending on the time, depending on the person, obviously I'm speaking from my own experiences, I can't speak for you, just sharing what I've learned and everybody's experience will be different. But I know for myself, what I realized is that just removing myself without actually facing the issues and resolving them, it did not help anything because for years there was a lingering um, connection, I guess you could say, like where it was, I felt as though even in marriage that I was not completely able to love my husband the way I was supposed to, which in the end, you know, led to me being divorced because I was not able to completely connect and have a, a new tie with him because of a past tie. So a lot of us are in relationships and don't realize it and wondering why our relationships are not working or why we can't move forward when we feel that we're ready to and we move past our past or our ex. But in all reality, we've not actually had those hard conversations. We've just said, hey, it's done, it's over, I'm, you know, whatever. But sometimes you need that resolution in order to actually move forward to a new space. And in my case, I didn't even realize it. I didn't even acknowledge it. Like, I honestly felt as though I was done, it was over, you know, I was able to meet, you know, I wanted to move on, I wanted to be happy in a new relationship. And man, I found out as soon as I got married that that was not the case. And it was unfair, you know, to my husband at the time. And it was also, um, it was unfair to me too, because I wasn't able to be the person I knew I could be. And I wasn't representing myself as the person I could be. And, you know, in doing that and actually trying to make something happen when I really hadn't resolved past issues or past, you know, um, past bonds. So I guess the question now is, you know, what do you do? Like, how did, how did I do it? How, how does it work? How did, you know, how do you disconnect? And soul ties also, again, like I said, it comes from intimacy. So I, as you know, this is a channel for people that, you know, support, you know, you know, consensual sex and, you know, healthy sex and sexual relationships and, you know, embracing their own sexuality after being sexually assaulted. If you've not been sexually assaulted, a person that's just an advocate for those people like myself who have experienced it and overcome it and whatever else. But the other thing about that is the sexual ties can be from someone that has traumatized you. So in that case, it's not going to be as easy as a relationship you know, not necessarily easy, but it won't be, it'll be more challenging to face somebody that has actually harmed you physically and trying to talk to them and get them to see and understand that, you know, you want to resolve whatever took place, especially if they're a person that's in denial and, and they haven't even admitted to you what they've done or it's not been spoken, you know, about it's one of those family things where you don't speak about it or whatever. So, the next, I guess, question is like, how do you, how do you move forward? Like, what's the next step? Like, what are some things that can be done to, you know, resolve this connection? So I would say, um, for my, you know, there's, there are three things that I want to share with you guys. And again, remember, this is all, everybody's journey is their personal journey. I am never a person that's going to try to tell you what you need to do with your life because I don't believe in that. 
and I don't think that anybody outside of yourself can tell you what's right for you because there's no such thing. You only know what's right for you. There might be people that are going to guide you and that can try to support you, but ultimately we are responsible for our own paths and our own journeys and no one can tell you what's right for you and what's not right for you, period. Parents included. So I'm just saying. Now, if you're a minor, I'm not encouraging you, and honestly, you shouldn't be listening to this channel if you're a minor, but <laughs> either way, um, you know, you, you listen to your parents if you're a minor, you need, to, you need to be guided, but as an adult, what I'm saying is you can't look for someone else outside of yourself to tell you what's best for you in your life. That's not um, how we were created. We have our own individual purpose, and it's very personal. So no one outside of us can tell us that. But we can be inspired by others that have had similar experiences. We can also share our experiences and hopes that somebody is inspired. So that's what this is about. And for me, the first thing of the three that I learned was to face your fears. Face your fears. Do not run from them. And that's for any aspect. I know we're talking about soul ties, but any aspect of your life whatever it is that you're afraid of be afraid that's fine if you're afraid but do it anyway go face it do not run from it do not avoid it do not act like it doesn't exist do not hide it away face the hard stuff because it is worth it in the end i realized that a lot of the things i had to heal from i had to go back through them just to heal through them and heal from them and it was not you know a walk in the park it wasn't fun but it was necessary in order for me to have my peace and to have, you know, the release of those bonds. Like, to be released from that is major. It's a, it's a huge weight once you're able to do that. So, number one, face your fears. Face it. Number two, allow yourself to feel through whatever it is that you're going through. Once you've actually acknowledged it or faced it. Because understand this is a process for you you're not doing it because you want the other person to agree with you or to say oh because I mean the reality of it is they're not going to be like oh absolutely I you know I was wrong and I, I should set you free whatever it's not I mean it sounds great it sounds good but no that's not usually how it's going to go so the reality of it is you have to be willing to allow yourself to feel through whatever emotions you're having whether you need and I, I definitely suggest keeping a journal and writing I would even say for a good 30 days of writing and journaling what you're feeling every day, no matter what. Just even if it's right before bed, in the morning, when you wake up, whatever. But give yourself 10 minutes, 10 minutes of your whole day to just journal and write down what you actually, and actually, that, that actually was number three. I should, I should, I kind of combined those two. So number two is to allow yourself to actually feel whatever it is that you're feeling. If you get angry, be angry, you know, but don't get stuck in those feelings. That's the thing. You can feel what you feel to heal, but don't get stuck and so caught up in the emotions that you forget what you actually are going through it for and what you truly want to get from it. It's not to, it's not intended for you to be stuck and just get into, you know, like this pity party because that's not what we want. In order to heal, you have to be able to face and move past what it is that you're experiencing. Now, the time that it takes to move past, that's a personal journey. Nobody can tell you that, but if you see yourself going through the same cycle of, of being in it and you're not moving through it then you need to change something you need to find out what it is that you need to do to actually get through it because you have to but you have to allow yourself to feel those things in order to you know grow if you if that's the goal and I, I mean that's ultimately that's my goal is to continue to grow daily and be better than I was yesterday 
um, the last one, as I kind of combined it, was write it down. Keep a journal. Write down exactly what you're feeling, what you what you think, um, what you think the, the tie is based on, and actually write down statements that are affirming your release and that you are leaving those things where they were. And almost like envisioning yourself cutting an umbilical cord, like it's over, like you're 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 spiritually um, and mentally disconnecting from that person in that way, in order to you know find your own happiness and your own peace. And what the the purpose of the writing is is to reflect, because sometimes we feel like we're not growing or that we haven't gotten anywhere with what we're feeling or going through. But if we look back at where we started, we can see that we've actually made some major bounds and leaps and it's good to you know see it ourselves you know our own growth and that makes us accountable it gives you something tangible to actually see and actually scale how well you've grown or how much you've developed over time and it works honestly writing that's one of my major therapy I really believe in that therapy of writing it's truly healing and the and it's not so much and I said notice I said writing not typing because typing is a different um, muscle group when you're using that pen to paper and you're stroking it and you're you know you're spread stroking sexually even after haha but truly as you're stroking your pen on the paper it truly is um, creating so many endorphins in your in your brain and it's releasing so much stress it's actually um, allowing for creativity to flow and it's also giving you like a, a direct connection to your your spiritual self and that's where those ties are are embedded. So when you're writing those things, the things that you want to release, or, or that you're feeling, whatever it depends on what you. I mean, the day is a different. Day feels different when you're healing. Every day is different. I know when I was going through it for myself, it hit me like a brick wall because I thought I had already experienced it and I already had gone through it. And I was like, "What in the hell is going on? Like, are you crazy? Like, you got to be stupid to still feel like this after all this time." Are you serious? Like, I couldn't believe it. And it took that for me to understand what went wrong in my marriage as far as my part. And it also took it for me to understand, you know, why I've had this disconnection. And it even, uh, you know, caused me to reflect on everything. Like, my relationship with men as far as, you know, being able to trust a man and, you know, build a bond. And why I was unable to. But it was because I had not dealt with past pain, past hurt, past soul ties. So, you know, all in all, again, I'll go through the three things I told you once more. Um, The first thing is to face your fears. Don't run. Face it. Even if it's scary, do it anyway. Two, allow yourself to feel what it is that you're feeling and move through those feelings with all integrity and honesty. And three, write that shit down. Put it on paper. It matters. Write it down so you can look back and reflect on what you, you know, what you've gone through, what you've grown through, and you can be proud of yourself at the end of the 30 days. They say it takes 28 days to make a habit, and you know, I mean, by the time 30 days, you've already, you've already done it. You've already processed it, and you're gonna start feeling lighter and better. Um, I know for myself, it doesn't, t- it didn't take me, or it doesn't take me as long to process through these things any longer because. I have this thing in my, like a, it's almost like a switch in my head where it's like, hey, this this does not need to happen or you don't need to feel this way. This is a waste of your energy or, you know, you need to 
address it. I have a I have a strong desire to face the things that are challenging or, or blocking me from the things that I desire or the things that I deserve. So it doesn't take me as long because I don't I don't go through that period of you know wrestling with it anymore. Like where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I want to feel. I know. I don't. I'm like, look, let this shit go. It's gotta go. I don't care no more. I don't need it. It's not healthy. If I know this, I'm done. I'm good. I don't. Want, I don't want to go through it. But I think the hardest part for me of the whole process is just actually recognizing it. For a long time, I was a person that would cope with things by just blocking them out. So a person like that, it's hard to acknowledge or see those things because you, you're constantly acting as though they're not there. And that's very, very, very detrimental to your growth. So if you're like me and you're those one of those people, stop doing it. Stop acting like you don't care. Stop numbing yourself to things that you do care about because you're not helping any. You're not helping yourself. You're not hurting anyone but yourself by doing that. Now I know initially sometimes for coping, some things you, it's like a shock, and it's a shock is just that numbing yourself or not feeling anything because you don't know what to feel. Your mind is trying to process and your body's trying to connect. But once you have gotten past that stage, you've got to deal with it. You cannot act as though it's not there because it's not going to. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. It's just going to continue um, the cycle. So um, I am truly excited to be back. I'm excited to continue talking to you guys and, well, talking to myself. But hopefully you guys are listening. And, I, you know, please send questions. Um, you guys are welcome to, if you'd like to be a part of the podcast, you can email me at hyacinths, H-Y-A-C-I-N-T-H-S holistic h-o-l-i-s-t-i-c help at gmail.com um, i'm on instagram if you want to inbox me at sexually even after but if you want to connect let me know like i'd love to have you if there's some kind of conversation you'd like to have surrounding some of the things that i've mentioned in my podcast previous or even this one please don't be afraid i'm like one of the easiest people to talk to like i really enjoy people that are not just just i don't know <laughs> but in general, people that are, are kind and have come from the same space that I, that I do, I truly enjoy, um, you know, conversing and getting to know people and sharing stories. I'm all for it. So don't be afraid to connect with me. Follow me on Instagram again at sexually even after. And I, you know, I'm, I'm here for all of it. I really, truly, again, want to see us heal like we heal it we gotta heal we gotta take it one day at a time but the end goal is to heal ultimately we gotta we gotta get through it because we have to be our best selves and when we're our best selves we're the best for everyone around us and our world is a better place and that is what people like michael jackson were talking about when he said starting with the man in the mirror that is the man in the mirror we are the man in the mirror you have to start with yourself you cannot judge and point fingers about what others need to do with their lives or what they're doing wrong when you're not even checking yourself check yourself first always and I'm constantly assessing myself and reassessing and realigning and readjusting and I'm fine with doing it as many times as I need to in order to get it right so no one can tell me that I'm wrong when I'm adjusting because I'm at least making adjustments to make something change and make something happen and not just continuing the same patterns that are not working so I am hoping you guys are doing the same i'm hoping that you guys are you know looking to heal and you're really putting forth your best foot because we're we're truly better when we when we actually attempt to do this 
I'm definitely a major mental health advocate and that is what my businesses are all about because I truly believe in healing um, the mind and what can come from that because if we can heal our minds then we can heal ourselves truly well I'm gonna wrap it up but please again send your comments questions and I'm gonna get back on this month-to-month thing guys I'm gonna try to stick to it and make sure I'm back with you guys please if you haven't already go ahead and download your copy of Peace and Chaos it is on Amazon.com and I definitely will post on my social media when the paperback copies are going to be available I will have signed personal copies for $20 if you have a certain thing that you want me to put in there or a message or you seek some kind of you know insight I will definitely go inside go within meditate and give you something from you know from my source and truly give you something heartfelt so $20 copies will be available um paperbacks in a couple of weeks I will definitely make sure again I'll post on social media so you guys can um order those and I am just really excited to be here I'm thankful again thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for your support truly grateful and humbled peace